0: Well, now, James, they've changed the regulations concerning the airboxes and the wings, and yet you're still extremely fast. How do you do it? Big balls. And welcome back. Alex and James here at the hot lap. Um... Coming up, obviously, we're going to be talking the Monaco Grand Prix. We'll be talking more project cars. Interesting news on another new simulator, Aztec Corsa. Previewing the Canadian Grand Prix. However, P forty five for anyone at Mercedes. Alex. Good
1: afternoon, everyone. P forty five. It's one mistake. It's not gonna. It's not gonna cost the world championship, is it?
0: Maybe, having said that, I, I do remember a European Grand Prix in 1999 with a certain Irish driver and a, a certain Italian team only having three wheels there for him, mm. um, um, which could have cost him the World Championship.
1: Don't think Toro Rosso have ever had an, an Irish driver.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Um, anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway, there you go. Um, <laughs> Alex, uh, I've I'm comp- I'm completely lost for words after that. Have you? Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, Sh- shocking result from
1: Monaco. Sorry. That's all right. Back to the Monaco. Back to Monaco.
0: Yes, absolutely. Let's talk. Let- let's begin with talking the Monaco Grand Prix. So, uh, Rosberg-, Rosberg won. He's won a race again.
1: Let- yeah, let's let's just let's just cut straight to the incident, shall we? First off, I think we're going to have to do that, aren't we? To box it off.
0: Yep. Uh... I'd, you know, I could come up with quite a few four-letter words, obviously being a Hamilton fan. Um, but I think the best one is a three-letter word. Uh, why?
1: I don't know. I suppose we're going to just make just random random reasons up. Um, I mean, I'll, t- I'll ha- tell you how I looked yeah. at it. Okay. What well, was weird? Okay, so pace, uh, the pace car comes out. Hamilton's already got a lead. Mm-hmm. Um, which will obviously under the safety car would reduce from however many seconds he was ahead um, with Rosberg to close back up behind him. And then obviously Vettel. Um, so scenario one is you don't pit and how it would remain would be Hamilton at the front, Rosberg second, Vettel third. And then you'd obviously just race around for the final, however many laps, four or five laps. Yeah. yeah. Um, option two is you bring in Hamilton and Rosberg and hope that Ferrari do the same. Um, an option three is that you just bring one of the drivers in. Um, and that way you've at least got potentially a, a Mercedes win, but you've, you've dropped out. So when you look at it, when you look at all the options, the only option I could see that you'd ever want to do is, not pit any of your drivers. It's not, for me, Monaco is not a high uh, degradation track, is it? So you needed to pit for new tyres. You didn't need to pit for new tyres. So what I don't understand is, that unless they were absolutely sure that Ferrari were coming out into the pit lane for Raikkonen, But if they were, um, sorry for Vettel, but if they were, then again, you have to ask the question, well, why did you not stay out? If your closest rival is going into the pits, then just stay out. Why did you feel, what were you covering?
0: I know, I mean... Absolutely, and uh, uh, Hamilton's come out and said he he was under the impression that Rosberg had already pitted initially. I mean, the communication really, really wasn't clear. But I completely agree with you. And we know how hard it is to pass at Monaco. If you remember, I think in nineteen ninety two, uh, Nigel Mansell, despite having a car on newer tyres, which which was probably one to two seconds and that quicker, could not pass certain Senna in the closing stages stages of the race, despite you know almost literally being all over him.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, the worst that probably could have happened in that race was Vettel got past Rosberg uh, during the end of the race after the safety car and taken second.
0: Yeah, I think, I think you're right. Because, I mean, all on the similar tyres, Lewis Hamilton, let's be honest, was, you know, best part of 20 seconds in the lead before the safety car. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Um, very easy. You know, he could, yeah. So he, he had the pace. And I'm sure... Had all things been even, he probably would have pulled away from the other two by a few seconds and then won the Monaco Grand Prix. Um, The the biggest loser, obviously, Lewis Hamilton, he signs this 100 million over three years contract. Uh, uh, What a way way for Mercedes, obviously, to thank him uh, for that. But the thing is, it was so public and it was such a display of... People were scratching scratching their heads and it didn't make any sense. And despite Mercedes coming out with all these clever we thought we had a pit stop, it was a it was a miscalculation on our time on, on our own data. What annoys me the most, Alex, right, mm. and it might be wrong, as mm. for example, of a you know, you know, of a of, of a sofa viewer, let's say, but yeah. when it's obvious to me at the T V on the T V what to do with less information. Yeah, yeah? and they've got Which I, is don't pit. Yeah, it, it, for me, it's inexcusable and no, excuse, there's no excuse or reason. It just, you know, they they did kind of admit we made a mistake and they've apologized to him, which is good at least. So, there we go.
1: Um, you'll have to repeat that again.
0: <laughs> sorry, I said uh, what I was saying was, it was it's inexcusable. Really, there there isn't really any decent excuse or reason that they can come up with and uh in in fairness to mercedes at least they apologize to lewis and um nico rosberg did say lewis should have won uh the race which is which is which is quite quite nice of him
1: well yeah you couldn't you couldn't argue it could you at the end of the day
0: no no but who would you who would you rather be coming out of monaco lewis hamilton or nico rosberg and the reason i'm asking that is nico rosberg Okay, yeah, he's won the Monaco Grand Prix, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, but the, but the saving grace for Lewis Hamilton is basically once again, apart from one weekend in Spain, Rosberg couldn't touch me for pace.
1: Okay, so you're feeling that even though you lost the race, you'd still feel you're one up on your teammate.
0: I, I, yeah, I think when he looks in the cold light of day, he got pole position and he was about twenty seconds, almost a pit stop, let's say, ahead of Nico Rosberg. You know, you know, come the safety car. I mean, over your own teammate, when, you're, when your own teammate hasn't really you know, had to pass anyone, that's, mm. that's pretty significant for me. Yeah.
1: Do you not think, here's one for you,
0: uh-huh.
1: as an armchair enthusiast that doesn't really, watches the race, or, or takes a vague interest in the race, but, say, I don't know, listens to the, the news on the way to work the next morning, and hears that Hamilton pits during the safety car, loses the race. If you were an average, not even an average, a less than average fan of Formula One, do you know how that would come across? Really bad. Really bad on Lewis, yes. thinking, if I was listening to radio, I'd go, why did he pit?
0: Yeah, well, you say that. Lewis, fair enough, he didn't have all the information. I mean, I don't think we can really completely blame him, but you can't ignore the fact that Lewis could have said, no, I don't I'm not going to pit
1: yeah Uh, he he could have turned around and just gone we would have roughly known roughly his how far ahead he would have been surely yes and then gone why am I pitting I don't understand this because if 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 they said to me Rosberg's going to pit so we're pitting you then I would have been like well no then because even if you pit Rosberg I'm now he's going to end up going back down the grid in the last five, six laps of the race, so I'm even more likely to win this race. So now I'll stay out.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it, all makes, it, all makes, it all makes perfect sense, doesn't it? It's not like it, yeah. I mean, even if it happened, I, th- I think in the F1 game, you know, when, 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 you, when you're doing high difficulty, I would not have pitted for new tyres anyway, you know, if I was in Hamilton's position. I know no. it's slightly different, but no way.
1: No, um, exactly the same. I, um, I I would have, I would have, I'd like to think I would have known the position that I was in uh, enough to th- say to myself, no, I'm not having this. Or been told earlier in the lap, we're going to try and pit you and you try and have this conversation whilst you're, whilst you're coming towards the pit lane. Do you know what I mean? With about four corners left going, Right, you, you want to pit me? Well, you know what's the gap. Da, da, da. Well, I don't think that's going to work. And but I appreciate it. we're not there, so we're only just no, we're not. Know, speculating. We're but not. it was it was crazy. And as a Ferrari fan, I'm obviously happy.
0: But um, <laughs> he, well, but Lewis caught the safety car before going in the pit lane, didn't he? Right. right? Yeah. So he must have known in himself. Okay, that's kind of probably going to undo my pit stop now. The fact yeah. that. But even catching it in the last couple of corners, it's probably going to cost you. But you know, you know, between like one to three or four seconds, surely. Yeah. And most, I mean, you know, you you know that as a driver. But there you go. Yeah, you're right. Good for Ferrari, though. Good for Ferrari. Um, Vettel very happy with that one. Well, yeah, but let's be honest. Vettel's performance—it was actually quite good. There was Lewis running away in the lead. And Sebastian Vettel, in a Ferrari that everyone thought, after Spain looking at the last sector, even I said that's potentially going to struggle at Monaco, was giving Rosberg a hard time. And dare you say, he may well, if he had got past Rosberg, have a tenth or two a lap over Rosberg.
1: Yeah. Yeah. uh, I think we've almost exhausted uh, what could have been, what they should have done. Either way, looking at it, the... um, Mercedes are are going to probably have had a very, very deep discussion on Monday morning um, with a lot of people head high up Mercedes wanting to have uh, very serious discussions with the team because that, that company or the name of Mercedes is going to have got dragged through the dirt.
0: It wouldn't. And let's not forget that it's the second time they've made a critical error. If you remember um, Malaysia, uh, where obviously Sebastian Vettel won um you, you know and Mercedes did really give him a helping hand there as well didn't they yeah so
1: um, I mean teams do have let's be honest people do make mistakes but when you've got four people sat on a pit wall one turns around and says let's do it you'd like to think there's someone who will counteract it and say no 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 and another one says no 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 do you know what I mean and, yeah. and you've got <laughs> rather than because if one person makes the makes the call then yeah you've you can blame it but when you've got all these other people sitting there going and thinking they're not all going to make the same mistake
0: no no they're not um fourth and fifth obviously the two red bulls what did you think of their synchronized swimming as martin Brundle normally says
1: um apparently did it did i read somewhere that ricardo had to be told a couple of times to let him through
0: I oh, did not know that. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because Kvyat gave it to Ricardo in the in the hope that obviously Ricardo could you know progress, and it never quite happened. Oh no, I
1: got this wrong. Sorry. I think it was Kvyat was told to let Ricardo through, and
0: then Ricardo let Kvyat through towards the end.
1: Yeah, but I think it. it why do I think it? It wasn't as easy as we thought, and that there had been a few discussions on the radio about it.
0: It wouldn't. I mean, I'm trying to think. It wouldn't surprise me um yeah uh,
1: i think it was it was what obviously team teamwork has sort of become now which is i'll let you go because you're faster but if you can't do it then you're going to have to then just back off and let me come back against uh, you but then if he had if he'd gone and and gone off and then passed vettel then would we be feeling a bit aggrieved that Kvyat had let him
0: through. Possibly, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it was done in the older. It was done in the olden days. I'm pretty sure a similar scenario may well have happened in Michael Schumacher's day, obviously um, uh, at Ferrari. But then again, he had obviously yeah, a number one, a number one contract. I thought. I don't know. I don't really don't know how how, how I feel. Red Bull. know they're not going to win the championship. They know they're not going to be racing for it. I I, I think they just thought this is the way we could potentially get the most points out of the Monaco weekend.
1: Yeah. Well, I think they did better than I anticipated with Red Bull considering the last couple of performances have not been great. They was certainly the um, third best car.
0: They were, they were, weren't they? Um, obviously the second best car once again, unfortunately, Kimi Raikkonen finishing sixth.
1: Another, another poor weekend.
0: Yeah, really. Um, it is, another, it is another poor weekend. But
1: because, qualifying was bad again.
0: And that's his big problem. Obviously, qualifying bad at Monaco, that's really your weekend up. Yeah. Unless you have a crazy race. Yeah. It's a case of, I. you and know, I think we have no doubt that Kimi Räikkönen is a match for Vettel, more or less, in race trim. Okay? Yeah. Give or take. Or, or at least can give him a hard time. Having said that, uh, we haven't really seen it as much as we should have, should have done this year. Because for whatever reason, Kimi Räikkönen, the man that... that Come, for example, you know his first years at his first year at Ferrari. Come his years at McLaren was known for a one lap specialist, a bit like Mika Hakkinen. But that seems to have gone now.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, if you were betting man, you'd be all over the place trying to work out what he's doing.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, no, absolutely, absolutely. Um, uh, you know, and and I guess uh, hope maybe we'll get an answer in <laughs> the next few races. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll I guess we'll have to see.
1: I I expect better, bigger and better things in Canada from him.
0: I do. It's definitely a circuit easy, a bit like Bahrain. You can pass, so we'll see. Um, and that Fer- and that Ferrari is a, definitely a match from Mercedes in Mercedes in a straight line. Yeah. So
1: yeah. Um, Not, we'll see on that one.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, Force India seventh, good. They're picking up points because I can't help but feel now. Obviously, with uh, McLaren getting their first points of the year. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was very happy for Jensen busting. Paul poor, poor Alonso obviously went out. Um, yeah. I can't help It's but... all
1: right because, and, and I'll keep bringing this up in every podcast, it's all right because Alonso says he is in a better team and Ferrari have not improved. Well, go on.
0: There you go. No, well, well, there you go. There you go. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll see come the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, I think Alonso's is wrong. For this year, at the very least, anyway. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, but yeah, well done, well done to McLaren. Uh, you, they they said it was going to be Spain. It was a race later. Um, I think Jensen Button did come out and said Monaco is their best chance of points. They got it. Nice. Uh, it, you know, no reliability problems. Thank goodness for for Jensen. Unfortunately for Alonso, a big big thumbs up there. And you can't help but feel now. I think over the next three or four races, if McLaren do improve, uh, um, it's going to be teams like Force India that are going to struggle. Yeah. So,
1: Uh, yeah, given that sort of I think McLaren are slowly adding bits to the car or slowly turning up the engine or, you know, other than the reliability, those teams earlier in the beginning of the season that really needed to bank as many points as possible are now going to see the McLaren starting to take those points away, aren't they? You know, Sauber, you know, we'll come on to them in a minute, but, you know, they needed to bank as many points as possible because now McLaren are going back up. Up the grid again.
0: Yeah, and, and I think come the end of the year, I think the absolute minimum McLaren want to want to be is the fourth best team on the heels of Red Bull. And, and, and I think as a minimum, The Williams. Yeah, I, I think I, I think so. Maybe not beating them in the championship, but I think they'll be unhappy come the end of the season if they're not, you know, on the track potentially the fourth fastest team. I reckon that's what they're looking for
1: to finish Third for. Or fourth.
0: So no, no, not to finish fourth, but oh, okay. to potentially be the third or fourth fastest team come the end of the season. Okay, I think they'll be unhappy uh, with, with this with this season because you keep saying how much development is. Jensen Button said this car is very, very good once it gets developed. All, all the right noises are coming out of Woking, but not the right results here on the track. Uh, yeah. Obviously, other than Monaco. So, um, Felipe Nazar uh, Sauber, not bad. Ninth, for, you know, for your first Monaco in Formula One.
1: Yeah, got more points again.
0: Is he better than Marcus Ericsson so far this year?
1: I think he is, isn't he?
0: Right. Don't
1: you think? Well, I think he is. Yeah. What What's Marcus What's Marcus done that's better than
0: nothing? Actually, nothing. To, no. yeah, okay. Um. Uh, uh, Carlos Sainz uh, scoring points at Monaco as well, finishing tenth. Nice. Uh, Nico Hulkenberg, not bad. Had that problem at the beginning.
1: Just going back to Sainz. Yeah. Do you say it was tenth? Wasn't it? He was. Right. Um. And how had they been doing in practice and qualifying? Not great. They, well, no, I, I was under the impression they were doing really well.
0: Well, yeah, but yeah, but then again, they have been. Uh, so I'm going to contradict myself now, but the bosses have said the the bosses weren't particularly happy with them. I think after Spain either though, if I mm. if I remember, and I can't help but feel they kind of want more out of this out of this thing because they, they clearly have a car, given the right conditions, can rival Red Bull, and that's what they've been doing. And I, yeah. think, I think that's what they kind of maybe wanted to actually try my ball this weekend. I can't help but feel that. And yeah. for every reason they didn't. And, uh, I mean, obviously, I mean, let's talk about Max Verstappen then, since we're talking about Toro Rosso. Uh, it was going to happen at some point, and everyone jumped on the You're Too Young bandwagon. A lot of people did. Um, what do you think of that incident?
1: Um, I suppose the first thing you'd say is, it's a rookie and he's gone steaming into the back of someone who's braked. Yes. And that's the first sort of what's the word? Um thing that comes to my comes to your mind that he's basically just overshot it. But I've found a video clip from today's press conference with Felipe Massa and uh and Verstappen if you want to hear it.
0: Okay. The unique press, press conference. Uh, when I had the interview after the race, he was not penalized. And they asked me what I think. I, I, I think he needs to be penalized because what he did is, it was wrong, you know. So that's what I said. And I think especially, you know, when you are in your first year, 17 years old, and uh, if you do something like that and you're not penalized, it's completely wrong. I think, you know, we need to... The FIA needs to be strong in a proper way, which is what, we, is what they did, actually. You know, that's the only thing I said. And I don't change my mind, I mean, that's what I believe, uh, you know, we need to follow the rules, you know, and, uh, and uh, I, I thought what he did, he was wrong, that's what I said. Max, your response? Well, I mean, everybody can have his opinion,
1: that's uh, the first thing. Um, but, I mean, I've looked at my data, I didn't break any later. I have break later in the race, before that, because the lap I crashed was exactly the same like the lap before. And, um, well, you know, I got my penalty. I'm focusing on Canada right now, and maybe
0: you should review the race
1: from last year and see what happened there. Are you clear on what you got the penalty for, though? Well, you know, I have my own view, and we discussed with the team, and I think there is no reason to look back at Monaco and just focus on Canada, like I said. And I, w- I mean, I will try to score some points again, and I will, I will not change my driving
0: style. <laughs> Obviously, mentioning uh, Canada with uh, Felipe Massa last year.
1: Yeah, that, obviously, that wasn't a dig there at all. And he no. hadn't obviously looked it up in no. order that he was, prepar- he was preparing for the press conference.
0: I mean, fair, fair play to Max. Do you think it's a bit wrong of him, though, not to, uh, to basically almost... He kind of like, is refusing to take any blame for it.
1: Yeah, if, if you listen the, the second part of that, which was, um, do you understand why you've got a penalty? And he's pretty much gone, no, I don't. I've done nothing wrong, so I don't... He, without actually saying, no, I don't, he just didn't want to answer that question of, no, I don't... Because he's saying he's done nothing wrong, and they've said, well, you've got a penalty, so you, you must feel you've done something wrong, and he, he's not really taking any blame for any of it, is he? No. But someone's in the wrong. It, uh, you can't... Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Grosjean either braked early, which Lotus is saying didn't happen. Um, Verstappen's saying that he... Um, that he uh, didn't break late or didn't break early. He braked at a regular distance. But you don't have a crash unless someone's...
0: No, you're right. And it's not like... When you look at this, it wasn't like Max messed up an overtaking move. You know what I mean? And Groton turned in on him. It yeah. wasn't really that. He just rammed into the back of him. Yeah. You, you know? And and uh, so, so, yeah... Um, I can't ever feel that even if Grosjean, we, obviously the FIA have all the information. Grosjean obviously didn't break early. He wasn't. He wasn't. I don't think he was brake testing him. It was just uh, you know he, he broke earlier than early than Max the, the Max did Max gave was I don't know why Max assumed he was gonna he was gonna break his late and Max clearly wasn't going for an overtake. So yeah, it, yeah. Uh, I I think I think you have to blame Max for that. And just like you know obviously the FIA potentially done.
1: Yeah. I think obviously the the accident looks to some extent worse, doesn't it? Because you're on a street circuit, it's very compact and he's gone steaming on straight into the tire barrier, which is very close to the track. If it had been Silverstone, you know you're on the hangar straight um and the same thing happens again.
0: something you and I avoided actually but anyway. yeah,
1: exactly exactly <laughs> um and you would have just clipped him, and then you would have probably gone just off into the gravel trap without hitting any wall.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, so uh, where I stand is, I, I personally think it was probably a bit of a racing incident. Mm. Um, but if anything, I'd say it was probably 60-40 to Stappen for causing the incident.
0: Completely agree. Uh, yeah, 60-40. I, I, I'll take that. So, okay. Uh, we have... Uh, obviously, we've got, obviously, uh, Nico Hülkenberg, 11th. Uh, not bad coming. Raymond Grosjean, 12th. Uh, Marcus Eriksson obviously finishing 13th, Valtteri Bottas 14th and 15th. What happened to Williams? They were poor, weren't they? Very poor.
1: Um, I think a lot of... It's one of those things, isn't it? We've expected a lot from them this season and Monaco was just abysmal for them. They just weren't on it the whole weekend, were they?
0: No. I'm not sure why.
1: No. Um, Because... Monaco's not so much really about the car as such is it it's just about driver skill and you know it's not you can't use a huge amount of power um, I suppose it's acceleration out of corners but then they've got a Mercedes engine so I don't think acceleration is necessarily too much of an issue for them it just wasn't working was it
0: no no and I, I can't help but feel that they're that they well like like, um, like last year their car works best than like the, the speedier tracks yeah. Um, Roberto Meri 16th in the Mauritius, not too bad. Um, uh, beating, obviously, Will Stevens. And then you've got Max Verstappen out, Alonso out. Pastor Malinade. <laughs> Pastor um, uh There you go. The most expensive pay driver in 20th. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, the less so, the better. <laughs> Who is your man of the race?
1: Um. Oh, man of the race.
0: Yep, man of the race.
1: I suppose I'm, you've probably got to say Hamilton.
0: Oh, me it's too. My, we agree on something, it's my, and it's Hamilton. Now, do you have to take a paracetamol or ibuprofen? Because clearly this is causing you physical pain, Alex.
1: Um, I think I could well be dosed up on on something at the moment to actually even think that uh, I just you just look at it and you just think well we had a, a, Rosberg won that race by default um, yes okay he kept his head and he went on to win it but then Hamilton lost it not through his own fault and he had a quite a strong lead didn't he? Yeah he,
0: that's he did
1: that's the way I'm looking at it
0: I mean that, that race got through threw away for him I think by his team yeah, yeah. So. okay okay well I'm glad I'm glad we agree on that. Man of the race.
1: Well you oh and you're obviously the same.
0: Absolutely. So um next up is Any News
1: News. Um Another sort of quiet one, I think it's because they're so busy packing for Canada, there's there's not a huge amount of news going around. Um, The only things that I've really picked up on um, since the Monaco Grand Prix, um, other than the fact that Verstappen's got a five-grid penalty for his um, uh, little interesting incident there, which we've discussed. Um, Engine updates.
0: Yeah, yeah, we were talking about that earlier. Um, From, obviously... uh... Not Mercedes, but um, Ferrari and Honda.
1: Yeah, who have used some of their tokens and they're now all on. I think they've all got seven tokens left now, apart from Renault, who I think they've just given up.
0: They haven't used any, have they?
1: No, not this season. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so it'd be interesting to see now if Honda are using them. um, Now, for me, See. Because they've used them, I'm expecting things to happen.
0: Uh, well, yeah, we know Canada is very, is a horsepower circuit because because you know you got that you got that long back straight and it's very its turns kind of remind me a bit like of Albert Park as well the the street circuit type you know chicanes obviously that they they have there um, and you need the traction there but yeah it, it is a fast circuit though
1: yeah. Um, and I think Honda probably realised that they needed uh, that that those tokens because they were going to get eaten alive on those straights, weren't they?
0: Yeah, I mean it's a case of uh, I think after the success of Monaco, you can't but feel that they really don't want to drop out in obviously you know the first qualifying session, which potentially could have happened had they not used those tokens. Obviously, we don't know yet. No. Um, and I think I think McLaren were, were obviously I think. They will be. I think they'll be happy if they're either just on the outskirts, on the outskirts of the top ten, or maybe ninth or tenth. I yeah. think they're, they're, they'll feel that they've done well. I think anything less than I think between ninth and twelfth, I think they'll be quite unhappy with if they're not within the first six rows. Yeah. Um. But but, but there we go. Yeah, but you know,
1: other than that, I think Marussia recently just signed a new test driver. Um,
0: Do you think, uh, Mary? Um, the other merchant driver. Will Stevens is kinda of blown them away this season and they haven't once again they, they they come out and say, you know, Roberto Murray does not have a contract for the whole year. Mm. Do you think they'll replace him at some point? Even for a yeah. weekend.
1: They could do if someone turns up with more money.
0: Well, they, <laughs> well, yeah, actually. Unfortunately that Ricardo Rossi, where are you? Um yeah, very true, very true. Um Oh, well, interesting. Another new story um, is uh, Ma- Ron Dennis has come out and said Magnussen could be loaned out next year. Hey. Ron uh, Dennis could be what? No, Ron Dennis has, ca- has come out and said um, Kevin Magnussen could be loaned out next year. Obviously, McLaren, obviously, with Jensen Button uh, supposedly having a two-year deal. Yeah. Um, I'd imagine, uh, you know, by that new story, their driver line-up is going to be Alonso Buston for next year as well, potentially. Meaning that if Kevin wants to, wants a to race, he'll be loaned out. Okay. Um, yeah.
1: I can only assume it would go to be Force India.
0: Possibly. Having said that, there are rumours, I think, that Manor Grand Prix might be entering Formula 1 under for, as a Honda B team.
1: Oh, really? So
0: it's only rumours. And obviously a massive pinch of salt. Well. Which, which you could, yeah, it could be in there. I think, I think you're right. Other than that, it may well be, it may well be Force India. But who would go from Force India? I mean, Perez and Hulkenberg, really, this year. I think, despite what the points say, when you look on the track, you probably couldn't put too much of a cigarette paper between them.
1: No, and I don't really think that they should be replaced because I not don't... by
0: Kevin Magnussen. No, no. Um
1: So yeah i can't really see where else he's gonna i mean he could end up at lotus or something couldn't he but um
0: okay okay i know you mentioned percentages right 60 40 Mm. so in terms of uh, using uh obviously percent again as a as a a ruling measure let's say in your opinion is this kevin magnus f1 career over what chances
1: I think if he doesn't get into F1 next season, it's over.
0: Really, that bad?
1: Well, this is F1, isn't it? Now, where you know the talent and the and the age of these drivers, don't you think is is scary to the point of well, we've seen like Toro Rosso. If you don't pull your really weight in one season, you're out.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I and I and I think that and I honestly sort of really think that. If you don't, if you're not in F1, you and you, you know, you weren't. Uh, he, Kevin Magnuson wasn't winning races anyway, was he?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, because the next question I had but before we close, obviously, you know, the Kevin Magnuson story out, is: is Kevin Magnuson to blame more than McLaren itself uh, for for the position he's in? In terms of he had the chance, he had the same as, uh, and McLaren expected him to outshine Jensen Button. He yeah, did. but he. Let's be honest. He it was the the opposite happened. Mm. and and I think that's what they wanted. And I can't help but feel that's exactly what they wanted with, uh, obviously Sergio Perez as well.
1: Yeah. But Perez has done well to find himself a seat and, you know, and he's got that obviously through his backers. Um, I, I, I just think that Magnussen will be forgot about. I really do. You know, we've sort of seen it, haven't we with, you know, Davidson disappears and does he come back? No. Um, you know, and Kobe Ashley obviously disappeared and then came back, but came back in a very didn't come back in a strong team. And I just think that we're in this in this era of if you go out unless you start winning in other formulas and you go to Windy Car or something, and you know, otherwise, if you go out and you don't really do anything, I really don't think you'll be coming back. Uh, no, yeah. That's my opinion.
0: I think I, th- I think you're right. I think you're right. And people forget very quickly, don't they? Yeah. Um, but there you go. That's the news. So um, there you go. Poor, poor, poor Kevin.
1: Poor Kevin. But as long as he's got his flat woke in Woking, I'm sure he doesn't mind.
0: Lovely place. Um, on onwards, onwards, obviously, to our Canadian Grand Prix preview. Uh. Right, right, let me get it up, let me get it up quickly. Okay, um, Canadian Grand Prix, it, it, a few facts. Uh, first Canadian Grand Prix, 1967. The circuit distance in kilometres, 4.361. Lap record, a 113.622. Have a guess what team has the lap record.
1: Uh, it probably would have been in like 2008, wouldn't it, or something?
0: Mm, 2004. I, I'll give oh, you really? Guess. Yeah. Uh,
1: McLaren? Oh, Ferrari. Uh, and
0: Rubens Barrichello, not Michael Schumacher 2004, in 2004, interestingly enough. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, do you know, Canada has the longest coastline in the world, 125,570 miles, the equivalent of 661 Canadian Grand Prix distances. Mm. Uh, Canada, Canada's 1997 F1 champion, Jack Villeneuve, sold fewer than 1,000 copies of his album, Private Paradise in North America.
1: Is that what it's called? Yes. Well, Wow. That's See, I would recommend, a, a fellow colleague, I'd recommend maybe having an album entitled that to go with their music. Ah, that, that we know. Well,
0: there you go. Um, and in your... Who are the most successful teams? Who's the most successful team in Canada, do you think? There's two There's two wins in it.
1: Well, it's probably going to be Ferrari and McLaren, isn't it?
0: Yes, but who's, who, who's the most successful? I
1: don't think it's Michael...
0: What interestingly, in terms of drivers, yes, it is. Michael seven seven wins. Oh, okay. Um, And then I think uh, Lewis. I think he's won a couple of times as well. Uh, Nelson Piquet's won a couple of times, Um, and obviously McLaren have won thirteen times in total. Ferrari eleven. No danger of uh, that that number for McLaren getting getting any higher. I think this year. No. um, For that, and obviously seven seven by Williams. Um, mm. I think the only people that might extend that is Ferrari.
1: Yeah, maybe. We'll we'll um, we'll certainly see come this weekend. I think um, with the engine changes and stuff, maybe we might be looking at a more closer Grand Prix.
0: No, absolutely. I, I mean, my my I've got a few. Frames. Do you have any particularly memorable Canadian Grand Prix? I've got a couple.
1: Um, Michael Schumacher smashing into the wall of death.
0: Nineteen ninety nine, that was um, yeah. D- 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 but two years before that, it was um, the man who was l- the man who was favourite for that for the ninety seven championship, Jack Villeneuve, smashing into the wall, um, obviously gifting Michael Schumacher the uh, the race lead. Yeah. And then it looked like David Coulthard was going to win the race. He did a Lewis Hamilton came into the pits when he didn't really need to on uh, Warnish tyres after one stop, and then the team knowing that they had a problem, obviously with the gearbox, and I think the way that the, on the restart. You know, to, to, to get the car back up again if from neutral to first, to r- despite risking it, um, stalled the car. Not DC's fault, unfortunately. Uh, Michael Schumacher won. The race was cut short, obviously, if, uh, with Olivier Panis, obviously, breaking his, both his legs.
1: Uh. Uh, but
0: the, Yeah, uh, if you remember, 2011, one by Jensen Button lasted 4 hours and 44 minutes and 39.537 seconds and saw six safety car periods. Both, uh, I, b- I believe both of that is F1 records. Safety oh. car and the length. Um,
1: unless I'm having a, a meltdown, yeah. was there not a Grand Prix where a driver slowed and another driver picked them at the finish line? Nigel, Nigel. Mansell.
0: Um, he was celebrating, I think, on the last lap, and I think, I think, uh, from the top of my head, he turned off the car by accident.
1: I was thinking of something a lot more recent, though.
0: Uh, I don't.
1: I don't know why. Uh, no. Or was it a a change of position by a team or something like that? And he was meant to have let him through at the last bit, and then instead he crossed the line just ahead of him. Why do I think that?
0: Um, that happened in the United States Grand Prix when he yeah in yeah Ferrari yeah all right. I don't know, okay. mate. You might you might have to be more. Uh, uh, in, in, in all honesty, I'm not I'm messing around. I'm not sure what you're going on about.
1: Okay, no worries. I while, while we're discussing, I might try and Google that one.
0: Okay, fair enough. Um, but, but there you go. Uh, do you like do do you like Canada? I mean, do you like driving around it and obviously the F1 games, etc. Um,
1: let's have a think. The, the I don't like the first part. It's really too slow for me.
0: See, I like I like all of it apart from the last bit, the that chicane. Uh, yeah, the the
1: yeah, you got to get your breaking right for that last chicane, haven't you? You either, it's one of those chicanes where you're either too fast or you're too slow.
0: Yeah, basically, yeah. I normally end up breaking far too early for that, if I remember. Um, yeah, it does. It, I mean, it does produce good racing.
1: Yeah, plenty of slipstreaming.
0: Yeah, uh, and. Uh, yeah, I always. Excuse me. I normally I normally look forward to it. So I, I imagine we'll get a better race than we did at Monaco, anyway. Hopefully.
1: Yeah. Um, would you put it in a list of your top five?
0: Yeah, I probably would actually.
1: Would you? Yeah. Wow.
0: Top five. Top five tracks, but particularly top five tracks currently on the calendar. Um, I, I like it. I mean, I mean, for me, I, obviously, I love I love my Silverstone Spa as well. Hmm. Um, obviously Suzuka, so yeah, that's that's four. I'm uh, I'm sure I'll find a fifth somewhere down the line. Interestingly, none of them are new tracks, really. <laughs> I've never no. feature in my top five.
1: No, that's not. That track's never really been changed, has it? It's uh...
0: no, but I do believe the start finish trait has.
1: Yes, they put in a chicane, didn't they?
0: They ha- yeah. They, they 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 did they did, and I think they started a bit further back. I'm not sure. Um, I can't I can't I can't remember now, but yeah. But there you go. But very few changes. Yeah, but I think, as you're right, there have been very, very few changes. Obviously named after Jack Villeneuve's uh, father. Yeah. Do you think, despite Jack Villeneuve winning a championship, do you think Jules Villeneuve was better? I know you can't really compare. It's like Apple's knowledge oranges, different areas. But It is
1: It is incredibly difficult to answer that one. It is. Yeah.
0: I, I can't help but feel that Jules Villeneuve was a better driver.
1: He probably was, and I think, given the cars that they were driving, as well, yeah, I think that he probably had it.
0: Yeah, because I mean, there were times where Jill Villeneuve, if I remember, looking at the highlights, he that Ferrari was not the fastest car. yet he still won, and you can't ever feel that all Jack Villeneuve's wins came in the fastest car. If you know what I mean. Yeah. So, but there you go. So onwards, Alex, onwards to uh, to our predictions. Right,
1: right. last last time out. Last time out. You said Hamilton, Vettel... No, sorry, I'm looking at me. You said Hamilton, uh, Rosberg, Raikkonen.
0: I I got a nil point for that then.
1: No, that was me. (laughs) And fastest lap was Hamilton. Um, I got zero
0: points. That means how many points are you on now? Uh,
1: Seventy-three.
0: Still seventy-three. Okay.
1: You went with Hamilton, Vettel, Alonso, uh, and went with Raikkonen and fastest lap.
0: Okay, so I got a bit. I got a few points. You got eighteen. I got eighteen. So I'm on second. So I'm on one hundred and
1: sixty-four.
0: Oh my lord! It's not looking good, is it? No, um, this all started. This all started because you don't like Hamilton. You know that. I you
1: know, suppose you... maybe it might have something to do with with the fact that I I don't want him to win. Um, hence why I don't pick him.
0: Because the last the last two races, I haven't really scored too too many points. No, of, of that which haven't been Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. But there you go. Um,
1: but do you, yeah. kn- unless you've got it on your sheet in front of you, do you know who got the fastest lap?
0: No, I don't. Wait there. Uh... Uh
1: yep. yeah. Ricardo. Really? Yes.
0: But <laughs> none of us would have so no, I wouldn't even have guessed that. Fair play. No, <laughs> no okay. It
1: doesn't. um
0: Okay, I'm gonna go once again then. I'm going to go out on a loop. I'm gonna say no, not on a loop. Hamilton, obviously, nice and safe for victory. Yeah. Um I'm going to say
1: I thought you were going to say Hulkenberg, then.
0: <laughs> yeah, ha! Oh, nearly, Ha! Oh, um, Kimi Raikkonen in second.
1: Oh, what is it with you and Kimi Raikkonen? I like Don't... him.
0: I like him. I like him. I want him to. I want him to do second. Okay. And I, um, uh, just like, just like Monaco, I'm going to go crazy and I'm going to say Jensen Button third. Fastest lap. Fastest lap: Lewis Hamilton.
1: Wow. Okay, I am going to say, let's have a think. So you've said Hamilton,
0: Räikkönen, Button.
1: Räikkönen, Button.
0: Yes. Okay. uh, Let's be honest, I don't think he's going to finish third. I want him to finish third.
1: Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Hamilton, Vettel, Rosberg. Okay. (laughs) And I'm going to go with fastest lap. Um, I'm going to say, let's go with Hamilton.
0: Hamilton, okay.
1: Yeah, I know it's predictable, but, um, it's got to be done, I think.
0: (laughs) You can't, yeah, um, you can, you can still win it, though.
1: There's still a chance.
0: Absolutely. So, basically, there, (laughs) there there are, are, there are the, uh, the, the, predictions. So, onwards to, um, onwards to, uh, gaming news. Interesting, interesting. Obviously, we've got, before we talk Project Cars and any, any, any patch updates, Yeah. Um, big bombshell the other day, Assetto Corsa announced for consoles.
1: Um, yeah, predominantly PC, how always has been for over a year now, um has obviously not really been much on our radar because we were new, we knew it was PC based only and then yeah we we get the announcement that uh that 2016 is uh, is when they're going to be uh, moving towards consoles
0: yeah crazy
1: yeah um i think we we've we've discussed this and we both believe that uh it's going to be an issue for Codemasters?
0: Yeah, I think Codemasters have got once again, <laughs> once again another challenger, which, um, I mean, for me, yeah, a uh, Corsa looks fantastic. If it's anything like Project Cars, uh, Project Cars, it, 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 I, think, I think in terms of um, how much time I'll invest in it, it's, pro- it's probably going to be a lot more time than any of the Codemasters F1 games. Yeah, you know, over the period of a year. And I'm assuming it's going to be the same for a Zeta Corsa. If if it's even, you know, three seventy five seventy five percent as as good as the PC version, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, and not only obviously competition for Codemasters, but obviously um, for Forza Five on the on the Xbox, Forza Six, sorry, coming out this year on the Xbox, and any potential Gran Turismo as well coming out.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: and they seem to have. I uh, said, of course, seems to have more of an F1 licence than Project Cars does. I mean, they have the Ferrari, they have <laughs> McLaren. It helps being Italian. It does, doesn't it? It does. They're, they're, and they've got, I think, the McLaren, I think, from either 98 or 99. Probably, yeah. Uh, very recently. And that would be fantastic. And, and like, like I think, funny enough, actually, like Drive Club, um, they keep on releasing new cars. Uh, on the PC, which is something which will be fantastic. And it's something that I think project cars, hopefully once they obviously patch, uh, patch their games will constant, constantly do as well. Cause I've got no problems depending how expensive they are. As long as it's uh, not stupidly priced of buying new cars and project or on project cars.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The, I, I think, I think as Corsa is more of a simulator than project cars. Yes. Um, I think it is. Um, and I, I expect the game to do a lot better. Really? Than Project Cars, but um, we have to see because by next year we don't know how Project Cars is going to be when with all the various updates and everything else that um, that yeah. they've got to do this year.
0: Does Project Car? I kind of feel that Project Cars has got more tracks.
1: Um. Yes, but then I think they spend less time on the tracks, whilst Azetta Corsa I think spends a lot more time on the detail. So you get fewer tracks, but I th- I, I get the impression they are better quality.
0: Okay. I, I know. I know neither of us have actually played uh, either of these, but I'm gonna say it, then. Do Do you feel that Azetta Corsa is more like iRacing than Project Cars is then? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it would be it would be interesting, and, and um. The only thing I do hope is what is we you know the online community is a lot a lot better. I find in Project Cars you kind of get I played online a bit and you kind of get a complete mishmash if you are playing against randoms of people basically you know will just take you clean out and stuff um and be quite obvious about it unfortunately. I mean yeah. there, there's a big difference in and you can normally tell when you're racing with someone. There's a big difference in okay I got my braking wrong I'm a bit sorry we ended up clashing, you know Right. Yeah. Then base them completely taking you out to try and get the corner. Yeah. Uh, which, which I find frustrating, and, and I like to think if it's going to be a lot more sim focused, you'll have I think after the initial release, so down you know six months down the line, you'll have more serious people on there, and hopefully that happens in Project Cars too.
1: But... Yeah, but you know as as I've said, I think you've got another six seven eight months before we see it come out and in eight months we've got to see what project cars can produce uh, with dlc packs um bug uh improvements those kind of things
0: yeah and uh, there you go fantastic segue alex onto bug improvements um project cars they've uh, obviously released a list of bug improvements which uh which covers basically xbox one pc and ps4 the xbox one has already uh, dropped um the uh the patch hasn't it 1.4 yeah um, I don't know if the PC one is, and you were saying there are rumours that the PlayStation one, according to a mod on the forum, could be uh, pro- approximately two weeks away.
1: They are talking a couple. Of, they are saying a couple of weeks now. Um, I think we're all hoping for uh, it to happen very quickly, but um, I think we're going to be looking at a couple of weeks um, before we see the upgrades. But I think we're going to have. A, a, a vast number of uh, improvements within that uh, patch, so it's not going to be a small patch.
0: Oh, okay. So, and, um, uh, yeah. Hopefully, when I look at it, it's going to be like you know, like five hundred, six hundred plus potentially megabytes, and then you know, it's going to be uh, you know, an interesting patch. I mean, uh, uh, physics and AI—they're they're addressing obviously the AI loss of grip that results from tire degradation, um, and and obviously that they're they're going to do the uh, the pit stop bug that we're t- I think we talked about last time out as well.
1: Yeah. There's um, a few things for PS4, uh, ghosting, um, where you get like a black haze around the cars, and I think there's going to sort of be a few performance-based um, changes as well. Um, and I think the handling might be slightly adjusted as well.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, especially for the gamepad, I think they're, they're, they're focusing that towards as well. Along yeah. the handling. And there's a few uh, vehicles which have bugs which they're addressing
1: yeah. as well, like um, the
0: Lotus 72D, they're improving characteristics
1: yeah I think there's there's a small little few visual things like I think there's a the various cars which for some in certain cockpit views only show a neutral gearbox when you're in sixth and those kind of things ah. um but but I think most people are saying that basically the AI needs improving um the tire management and the pit stops need improving they're quite big things aren't they in career mode.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, that, and I think a lot of the things I know you've put, you've got further than I have, have basically stopped my career mode dead in terms of I'm not going to do it until they, they they address the AI issues in the pit stop because I think it's not really game breakable because you can because in career mode you, you can adjust I think how long you want the races to be but I think if you're if you're ever at all thinking about pit stops due to tie way and things like that, uh, I, it's probably best just not to do it <laughs> at the moment for me anyway.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm currently racing Renault Clio, so uh, I, I don't... Uh, in one... There's two races a weekend, and one of them I have to have a mandatory pit stop. Um, generally, there's not a bug there. The only bug that's coming out of that is on a 14-lap race, um, when you think the AI is going to pit sort of between halfway to three-quarters of the way through or something like that, they pit on the first lap. Yeah. Which... It would never, ever happen in the real world, because you've basically thrown away a set of decent tyres, and then you then do the rest of the, um, the rest of the race on a set of tyres, um, you would never pit on that one.
0: No, no, you wouldn't, really would at all?
1: So, yeah,
0: but, um... So, um, yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, having said that, as, as you probably were, if you check out our YouTube channel, uh, The Hot Lap, uh we are still enjoying project Cards and we're, we're planning to release more and more videos, bear in mind that obviously, uh, obviously we're, we're, life gets in the way. So it's not really as quick as we want. Um, but we are, <laughs> we're always working on some kind of video.
1: We are, we've always got things in the pipeline. And um, if we haven't necessarily put it online, we are um, in the process of recording it or editing it for that. But hopefully, you know, um, we, we will get uh, plenty of those on uh, very soon.
0: Absolutely, and, and unfortunately, no real n- big new news on the new F1 game, uh, Codemasters. Having said that, um, I can't help but feel that they will have a near finalized version running at E3. Um, I, th- I think you know um, within the, I think in the second week of June.
1: There's there's a chance. There's a chance. I don't, um, it's the date's been pushed back though, hasn't it? I don't July,
0: which is why I think it's in their best interest to do that. But whether they will or not, it's another matter.
1: Mm. We've had. Well, you say that we've had a change in in the delivery date, um, which to me is not too much of an issue because of you know I've got project cars, um, uh, and and like everything, you hope that they're pushing it back because they're improving something or they're up in something that you know they're working on something better. Um, however, if we let's not forget, we have seen now game footage that has been linked leaked online.
0: Yeah, from about February, I think this game footage. Was like- well, not, maybe not February, it was towards the beginning of the year, a couple of months away, I think.
1: Yeah, Mercedes at in the rain at Singapore.
0: And unfortunately, the Mercedes in the rain at Singapore doesn't look too much different to a Mercedes in the rain at Singapore in F1 2014.
1: Or 13.
0: Well, yeah. Slash 13. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which is a bit of a concern... I mean, to to be fair, if we're just going being shallow, let's be honest, though, Alex. The graphics were probably one of the best things about Codemasters' current, you know F one game on the yeah. on the older generation consoles. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, they, they were absolutely beautiful. Uh, so, but then, so uh, I can't help but feel though, did we did kind of maybe expect a bit more having said that it's leaked footage we don't know what the uh, actual thing is you know the real thing is going to look like
1: no obviously being that it's on p4 it's probably going to run smoother quicker isn't it it um, is but
0: project cars on the uh, manages 26 plus 26 plus you know 30 obviously obviously you know drivers yeah? yeah, on a variety of different tracks and a variety of racing discipline, disciplines. Yeah, this bear in mind it's got 2014 as well, but this has basically got 19 circuits, and no, n- you know, ma- a maximum of 22 cars. Yeah, um, uh, they've got a lot less to get wrong.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, they, yeah, exactly. They don't have um the the different cars, um. Uh, y- All those kind of things. They've pretty much got the same cars at the same track. Um, It is actually, when you think about it, a relatively straightforward game. And and there's not really going to be probably any DLC packs to add to it or anything like that either.
0: Well, they they, they did promise the DLC pack, didn't they? Like there'll be, not packs though, but um, updates throughout the season.
1: Yeah, I think there'll be free updates to keep the game updated. But I think come the end of the season that stops and I can't see them adding... Because Bernie will just simply want to keep producing new games and not um, wanting. But then it's funny because you would try and sell it to Bernie, wouldn't you? And you'd say, listen, you know, we've got F1 2015 coming out. Bernie, do you want to make money? Yes, I do. Well, for £10, they can have a DLC pack where they can race 2,000 cars. Bernie, you're happy with? It. Oh yeah, if it's making me money, yeah, charge them.
0: Yeah, I completely. Uh, yeah, yeah we, We've always said, I've always said, I will pay probably upwards to no more than twenty, really. But if they gave me, um, like for twenty pounds, they gave me a whole new F1 season, like the two thousand season, including the tracks and drivers. Yeah, I think for me, if it was a, a season with my like David Coulthard and you know and people like that, the, you know, the, the certain cars, I probably would pay upwards, nearly a twenty quid for that. If yeah. it, but it had to include the, tra- the tracks, you know, their the, the rules and regulations for that season, which wouldn't be that difficult to, to do. The rules yeah. and regulations, and obviously the cars.
1: Yeah, and I, I, I personally wouldn't change um, or, or would not purchase um, and a DLC pack, which is very similar to what it was in two thousand thirteen, which was um, the sort of classic cars, which just seemed very. Well, I, I wasn't ha- I wasn't happy with the way that they handled because you could pretty much bob around Brands Hatch almost flat out without needing to break.
0: Yeah, and I think you and I actually mentioned it the other night when we were playing uh, Project Cars of how different the, how different all the the F1 cars were and how much respect you had to give a few of them. Yeah, they they all felt different, and then I think the only the only the only difference you really had uh, at Codemasters was how fast they were in a straight line and thing. You know what I mean? Rather than the handling, it was these, these would go a lot faster. Yeah. You know, but that was it really. It didn't really feel different where the F1 the old Lotus and F1 cars here feel really they they definitely feel different.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um we shall see. We you know, another couple of weeks and we'll see where we're at. But um I think what we also discovered, wasn't it? That um we are seeing less of information published on F1 2015 because they've got to run it through Formula 1 themselves.
0: Yeah, they got to run it through, yeah, they got to run it through um yeah. F1 themselves, and they got to be happy with it before they produce any information, which kind of is an Achilles heel, really. Um, yeah. Because then you've got to wonder how long it takes. And if it takes anything more than two, three weeks, and already, arguably, it's, it's old. Is exactly. that? Um, you, know, you know, from their point of view, where, where the game actually is. Will, do you think. I think this is Codemasters' last F1 game. Um, and funnily enough, it kind of like mirrors, obviously, Studio Liverpool's last F1 game, which was on uh, the next gener- the new generation of consoles at the time, obviously, the PS3. Uh, mm. and they never did another one i mean do you think code do you think code will re sign the contract um, Bearing in mind i i think they will um only because f1 is their surely their biggest money spinner in terms of in terms of a uh, unit sold i don't know how much profit they make but in terms of a uh, code uh, not, not like a market but market you know, Codemasters does F one. That's a pretty big thing. I think the yeah. only other thing, the only other big thing in terms of worldwide bigger is probably the FIFA license.
1: Yeah, Codemasters have to. Um, if, well, if they make money, um, you know, then then they'll be happy to produce it again. It's whether or not F one turn around and think they can do better, or whether or because I, I I think they're out of their depth um, with regards to speaking to the. Um, members of the public and get in the gauge of you know whether they like the game. I suppose they just go to Codemasters and say how are we doing on sales, and Codemasters tell them, and they just say, "Well, go and make another game." We'll sign up. I, you know, I don't think you would see them going. You know what? Let's go to az- the Azetta Corsa makers, and they can do a better game. I don't think F1 has its
0: no, has they enough. That's, they care out more about the money, not the actual product itself. Yeah. Yeah. because i 'm sure if they if they for example released the license uh, and and didn 't have an exclusive one, obviously which probably codemasters pay a lot more money for an exclusive one and and, and made the license available to other manufacturers and if they did a you know approach a zeta Corsa or they approached project cars i mean i mean you you imagine a project cars type f one game with with seasonal download packs, yeah you know with different decades i mean that would be fantastic wouldn't it but yeah but uh, there we uh, uh, there we go. I guess watch this space. Um, uh, I, I can only hope, Alex, at the moment, right now, uh, that we're surprised is I think yeah. the only prediction I can hope for.
1: Yeah, same here.
0: So there you go. That's obviously our Canadian Grand Prix preview, Monaco review. Um, catch us on uh, Twitter at the Hot uh, the Show at gmail.com. and obviously catch us on YouTube, uh, the Hot Lap. Obviously, uh, we'll be tweeting out our, our YouTube videos. Any any last words, Alex, before we go?
1: Um, nothing really coming up to um, we can't be that far away from mid-season can we now Um, and I think uh, you know we're we're struggling a bit for news Um, I don't think everyone's as open as it used to be uh, when it comes to media but um, you know we're doing the best we can with what we've got and um, I just hope that we get some good races coming up
0: Uh, yeah fingers crossed for that
1: yeah, so uh, that's it for me.
0: OK, see you later, guys. See you later. Weber has food poisoning and goes beyond the call of duty. Going to retirement. Coming in, Vomiting. Coming in, i vomiting. i got to drive. Understood. Box, box, box. I'll try and stay it, mate. I am, I am, I am eating in the car, but I go.